That's weird. Why do we say that? You really must uh, come by my studio one day. I'll show you exactly how it's done. Hey. <laughs> Today we're going to check out the podcast, Why Do We Say That? wondered why we use certain phrases or words or where did they come from what's what's the origin of that saying or why do we say rule of thumb or why should we mind our p's and q's father and son hosts scott and liam kelly it sounds like ian kelly that's funny have the answers to these questions we know you could just look these up online but why not have us do the work for you and have a fun time listening <laughs> we also have uh, we also play our world famous game show word or not a word at the end of each and every episode New episodes every Tuesday. So I think this could be a fun one. I think it's a really clever idea. Um, they, uh, I think I've listened to two episodes of this, and I think there are a couple of things that I'd like to, to advise here. Um, take it or leave it. I guess. Uh, speaking of taking it or leaving it, I wanted to give a quick update on the Spotify situation. If for anybody who wasn't aware, we got pulled down from Spotify for copyright issues, copyright infringement. I thought somebody probably reported us or one of those things, or maybe I, I couldn't figure it out. I wasn't sure what the hell was going on because I got zero notification. Our show was just taken completely offline on Spotify. Um, reached out to a couple friends uh, and then reached out to some folks over at Anchor and they got me in contact with Spotify and they put me in direct contact with the claimant, this woman, Brenda, over at iHeartMedia. And the big problem was with the MTV behind the music. And I think I forget where I posted it, but I was pretty sure that probably had something to do with it because, man, Viacom and iHeartMedia, they're they're hardcore. Um, what was interesting, however, is that it was it didn't have anything to do with the the sampling of the show. She told me it's not the show. It's not that you put the name in your title of your podcast. It's the artwork. Never even considered the artwork. And I guess it makes sense. I mean, I'm reposting people's artwork and everything that I post is stuff that people submit to me. So I don't think anybody else has copyright infringement issues. However, um, MTV didn't ask to be reviewed by my show and I didn't have explicit permission to, uh, to use their artwork for my podcast. So understandably so I told her that um, we would make that change. And she said, as soon as you make that change, I'll make a call over to Spotify and we'll get you back moving again. It's crazy that she has that kind of pull, but I'm happy that we can get moving again. So with that said, uh, let's come back to the podcast. Why do we say that now? I've listened to a couple episodes of this and I will say this. It does need a little bit of help because they have an issue. They have a very interesting issue with their audio. And I'll let you hear how it goes. <laughs> Let's listen to an episode. I have a bit of a correction that we need to rectify. What is it? Two weeks ago on our July 13th episode, during our Mario Lopez watch, you said light years. Yeah, it was a really far distance away. He was. He was really far away. See, that's what I. Th that's what I was worried that might be misconstrued because I said it was like three thousand nine hundred and ninety nine, and you jumped in and said light years. Yep, because he was really far away. Right. Well, I was thinking that we thought because I got a message from a fan on Instagram. I won't name their name, but I got a message, and they said that was it Neil deGrasse Tyson. No, I wish it was Neil deGrasse Tyson. Did you hear that low end? 
fan of the show that said, by the way, you shouldn't have said light years because that is a unit of distance, not a unit of time. Yeah, no. He was really far away. Well, I'm glad you did because I was like harping over it in my brain for the last two weeks. Do you hear it? That sounds like a you problem. <laughs> it is a me problem. Do yes. you hear it? <laughs> that low end is something. It is something. I think that um I think that they that that um I don't know if it's post. It sounds like it's post because their guest or the co-host has the exact same low end issue. It's so low. We're messages. Yeah. We still love him, but we still want the fans of the show who are loyal listeners to know what Saved by the Bell means. Yeah. And so there I think I think technically that's a struggle. What I do love about this show is they got a good sense of humor. They got great interaction. The host, I think, is Scott. I think Scott's the host and Liam's the co-host, if I'm not mistaken. Father and son, like I said in the description. Um, his voice, that dude could be a voiceover guy, a voiceover for a career, if he isn't already. In a world. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Great standby. I feel like such a scumbag even speaking after his voice. Now, granted, I will say this, full transparency, full disclosure, I use Beats headphones. Beats headphones are well known for having overhyped low end. It's not good. However, I've listened to a lot of podcasts and even more podcast episodes on these very headphones, and I've never heard anybody's voice sound quite like this. Welcome to Why Do We Say That? The show that answers all the questions to all the idioms that you've always... He really needs to, like, it sounds like his EQ situation. He's running, like, a, a, on the entire mix, an EQ that's, like, in a tight V uh, formation. You know, you have every single channel and got everything down to a V. All the mids gone. It's low and high. Do it right now. All right, you do that, and I'm going to tell folks that... Did you? Know? It needs to be flattened out, man. His voice is so deep and so heavy that I would even roll off a lot of that low end. Something that we haven't talked about too, depending on your hardware. If everybody's recording into one channel and you don't have um, fancy enough hardware where you're recording into separate channels, totally understandable. What I would do is sacrifice um, your other, other co-host, sacrifice their audio, for your low voice, because you guys got to make it match. It sounds really rough, really heavy. It really needs to be rolled off. If you are using something like a Rodecaster or a digital audio interface where you can have separated channels um, in the real world, um, or if you can at least EQ each of you individually on in, in individual channels on your mixer, um, I would first, I've said this before, read up on gain staging first and foremost, once you've read up on that and how that works, the next step would be to EQ each person's channel specific to them. You can't do a sweeping EQ across all, like across the entire mix like that. Or it's like you listen to both of them. Internet has a few fake entomologies for paying through the nose, the most gruesome of which. So it's like a lot of EQ and a lot of compression, or they're doing like this super ass heavy multi-band compression. They used to slit them, like uh, Chinatown, like Jack Nicholson. Where yeah, it's just over the top. It's too much. It's way too much. You can't hear any character in your voice. Uh, that was fake. Um, oh, so it's not real. Vikings were yeah, not. That would be impossible to listen to in a car. Impossible. 
Pillage? They did not, actually. What did they do? They took over a lot of places. They did, but, the, I mean, some of them raped Way everybody. too much low end. So I would look into rolling that off. I'd look into um, EQing your channels individually or processing your channels individually if possible. If you're doing it all in post, somebody's got to be the sacrificial lamb in that, in that scenario. I would assume the guy who's got the heaviest voice needs to be cleaned up, and then if you, if you, if you have to play that game um, and it sucks, but it's just the way it is. But if you're recording into a mixer, EQ, EQ uh, until everybody's voice sounds pretty tight and crispy and level. And then when you go to record on the entire mix, you just do slight nuance things and maybe your compression and things like that across the entire, um, across the entire mix. Um, and was a common goal among conquerors. It's, it's damn near impossible to listen to, though. Um, not damn near impossible. It's just re- I've never heard a podcast be this overly bass heavy ever before, ever. And his voice is incredible. I don't know what a poll tax is, but what's a nose tax? God, I feel like a prepubescent teenager speaking next to this dude's voice. What those two things mean? Um, I think it was just um, a tax for living in the land. And that's just all right. So the concept of the show is fantastic. Okay, um, I actually started to go down the route of downloading an episode and EQing it myself, but it's so beyond the repair that you can't really even EQ it because it starts getting muddy and shitty. Um, so you can't even repair it really. Uh, I think that they have to be doing this. You have to be doing this at record time. I would definitely look into EQing each individual channel. Okay, I'm going to stop repeating myself. Now, the other cool part about this show is that they they have production quality. So they have their intro. They have a different person reading the intro. They bookend it with an intro and outro. And then they have their game show that they do, which is pretty interesting. Let's check this out. And now it's time for everyone's favorite game show, Word or Not a Word. Now here's your host, Wink Martindale. Wait, what? what? Oh, Wink was too expensive. Here's your host, Scott. So are you ready to play our world famous game show, Word or Not a Word? I'm ready. You okay, need to explain so, okay. the rules. Though. Okay, so they get their host and they go word or not a word and then they play the game and that's the end of the show and then they'll do their outro. Clever. So smart because what you're doing is you're having people hold on for the end of the show for that game. You're integrating listeners by letting them play word or not a word with you. That gets everybody else. It makes it more relatable. It's genius. It's a great idea. Um, I think um, if I was to add anything to that, that little joke that the intro that the uh, the lady is doing, your little voiceover person, I said little, that the woman doing the voiceover for the intro to that, have her say something different every game show. <laughs> you know, if she's on retainer, just have her say something different every single game, sh- game show. That'd be funny. Because you're just waiting for her to drop another joke. Here's your host, Wink Martindale. Wait, what's that? It's almost like... Uh, Sorry we missed Matt Damon. We'll catch you next episode. <laughs> um, it's a good idea, man. It's a good concept, man. Damn. Technically, audio is a mess. I hate it. It's not a mess. It's just tough. It's tough to listen to. That said, based on the concept, 
and the content and the voices, you guys get that audio tweaked, man. It's game over. <laughs> no pun intended. I would absolutely, I would absolutely give this one a seven point four, man. Yep. Could easily be an eight. Could easily be an eight based on the audio getting corrected. They could flatten that out, get that situation figured out. Easily an eight. Best of luck, guys. Good show, man. We'll catch you guys tomorrow.